welcome to a very special Gilmore Boys, a year in the life, winter. Hey James. Hey Adam, how you doing man? I'm alright, how are you doing? Um, I'm great. Uh, you're not was... selling me on that. No, no, no. Want, I just want to tell you you're not selling me on that. Sorry. Trying to pay my listen. I was trying to pay my water bill. But then website so, yeah. is timing out. So so I called James on Skype, and he's just like, "Hold on, man, I gotta pay my water bill," which is responsible as fuck. Let me tell you, <laughs> but um, it's killing the vibe a little bit. But that's okay. That's hey, okay. after after we're done with the Gilmore Girls podcast, maybe we should just do our <laughs> own podcast and about- call it as fuck. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to be like, it's a podcast of us just paying our bills and, <laughs> and talking about finances. That would be the, yeah, I, I like your, I like your idea better. Yeah. Oh, but, but the podcast you just explained is something that you would, you would listen to it. Um, yeah. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Somebody at work today pointed out just how nerdy I am and I totally wanted to argue with them. And like I, I because like it, it was not like the flattering kind of nerdy like oh cool you know so many things about this one thing it was like some really meticulous like why are you doing this and he's like oh you would totally do that and I want to be like no I would not but in my head I was like I would do that so eh, yes. whatever yeah man. whatever yeah um all right so here's what we're doing everybody we're not on this is not episode thirteen of season one we're taking a break from season one for a minute yeah fuck um, season one. Yeah, fuck season one, especially because we have tried now to record uh, episode 13 twice, and we've had uh, audio failures that we figure out in after the, after yeah, the fact. After so, the fact. Um, like, we'll in the first that. time, James is crapped out, and then the second time, mine crapped out. Yep. So, like, what the fuck? We're going to record episode 13 uh, the mm-hmm. third time after we have finished the new awesome uh, Gilmore yeah. Girls miniseries called A Year exactly. in Life. Um, we are on episode one. Now, these are like four, they're basically like sort of episodes and a half. They're about an hour and a half long a piece. Um, they cover a lot of ground. Um, and both James and I have seen bits and pieces of the later seasons, um, but we haven't seen all of it. So we're sort of viewing this with gaps in knowledge and stuff like that. So it's quite interesting. Yep. And we, uh, so we're assuming that you know what we're talking about. So um, this is technically <laughs> if you just eight. if you've just stumbled upon this podcast and you thought it was about Game of Thrones or something, um, it's not. I'm sorry. It's it's about Gilmore Girls. Um. Uh. Okay, Gilmore so, Girls. Gilmore uh, Girls. Year in the Life. Episode year one. Life. This is called Winter. So yeah, and we're and this is this is season eight. This is season eight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it just it just premiered on Netflix. Yep. Um, there's four episodes. Each one is an hour and a half, like Adam said. They're longer, uh, and they are fantastic. <laughs> so so a little bit of context. James has already seen all four. Yeah. I've only seen the first one, but what I can say is like, oh my god, like they they're they are spot fucking on with the rest mm-hmm. of the series. Like the only thing that has changed is like the age of the actors that are portraying the characters. Like that's it. it it's fantastic. Yeah. So I'll give a quick summary and then we'll we'll jump into it. Yep. Um, uh, let's see here. All right. So the first thing, the way it opens is um, Rory is returning from Brooklyn with a boyfriend. That's mm-hmm. kind of the general gist. And she meets 
uh, Lorelai in the town gazebo, like in the center of Stars Hollow. Um, I don't know why I said Hollow weird. Sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, to, by the way, we were we were looking at Stars Hollow. I don't remember if we've spoken about this in in Gilmore Boys before, but uh, my wife and I looked it up. Man, the set for Stars Hollow is the same set used for Back to the Future. That's totally Hill Valley. Wait, no. Yeah, I looked it up, man. Take a look. Holy shit, that's so cool. And if you think about it, it makes sense. It's like yeah. the center where the clock tower is and stuff. Yes, absolutely. I can totally um, see that. All right, so they're they're just kind of talking in the gazebo and catching up. And at this point, when you're watching the show, I mean, everybody's just like freaking out because they're doing their fast, witty yep. dialogue back and forth. So it's kind of like... It's the writers amp up. It's like it's just the writers going, ha ha ha, we're back. Check this shit out. And yep. You're like stoked to see it. Um, so they talk and they go back and forth. Um, now what we learn is Rory works for the New Yorker, uh, to which which I found out Luke now subscribes, and I, <laughs> I have a note to myself here. Love this. I know. <laughs> I that is one major topic I needed to talk about. But go um, on. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked that Luke subscribes to the New Yorker now. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Rory kind of runs into Lane in the grocery store, yep. and uh, it's evident that Lane still lives in Stars Hollow, mm-hmm. which I have to say, um, Lane is fulfilling a Patton Oswalt um, <laughs> prophecy here, I which know is exactly that what you're yes, saying. yeah, like Stars Hollow is. It's good that people live there. But the fact that Rory left and she made something of herself, but Lane is, like, working for her mom. Man, you (laughs) fucked up, Lane. That sucks. That sucks, dude. Uh, And then Rory has three cell phones. There's, there's, and and the reason she does one for pleasure, one for work, and then one for Stars Hollow because there's, like, no cell service. And uh, Adam will get into it, but I I missed the wire reference during that, which is pretty cool. Because as as uh, as any viewer of the series will notice, they they include myriad pop culture references. And there was an excellent the wire reference in this one. But yeah, yeah, Uh, I'm about to give a huge spoiler alert. Not not past episode one here, but um, in the in the series period. So ready? I'm going to pause for you to turn this fucker off if you don't want to learn this, okay? Dumbledore dies, and <laughs> uh, Luke and Lorelai are together. So oh they're God. like a, a real legit item. It's really sweet. Yeah. Um, Luke's diner. I, <laughs> this is a critical plot point that I wrote down. Luke's diner now has Wi-Fi, and for some reason, Luke keeps giving the wrong password to everybody that asks for it. <laughs> okay, let's pause right there because if yeah. you'll recall, uh, in in the series, he had a he had a sign that said no cell phones. So in in the panning shot that opens up in Luke's diner, um, <laughs> it it pans across a second sign that is to the right of the no cell phone that says no texting while ordering, no man buns, no taking pictures of food. <laughs> No headphones. If I can hear your music through your headphones, why are you wearing headphones? And I I paused it, rewind, rewound it, and typed that verbatim because it was perfect. That's pure Luke. Yes. All right, cool. But so yes, he, he, he's like, in every customer, it's, it's totally creative. Every customer throughout this entire episode, he gives different variations of the same wrong Wi-Fi password. He mm-hmm. comes up with new ones on the on the fly. Like it's it's perfect. Yep. Um, we know that Taylor is petitioning the town. Uh, I guess like the town authorities, but he's trying to get um, a case together. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
he's petitioning to remove the septic tanks and install proper sewers. Yep. Um, all right, flash forward, we're uh, now at uh, Emily Gilmore's house, mm-hmm. and we all know that uh, Edward Herman, uh, who's the actor who plays... Richard Gilmore. Richard Gilmore, thank mm-hmm. you, um, has passed away in real life. So they had to write him out of the show, obviously, or do a Tupac hologram, which we'll see. Um, <laughs> so he's passed away, and when they go into the house, there's a giant painting of Edward Herman and Lorelai uh, says refers to it as she spinal tapped the painting. Giant um, is the correct adjective. It huge. takes up the entire length of the wall. Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, um, okay, cool. <laughs> I just totally derailed your train. Of no, it's fine. Now. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> going back to the dragonfly in. Oh, it's fine. You didn't. You're good. Um, going back to the Dragonfly Inn, which is where Lorelai works, um, the bed and breakfast, which is a lot more than a bed and breakfast, man. It's pretty, it's pretty hardcore. But anywho, yeah. uh, Sookie's not there. She's out finding herself. So mm-hmm. she's like, didn't really, I don't think it was clear, but I just took it as she's like on the chef's equivalent of a walkabout. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, what it sounded like. And Roy Choi is there, who is a famous, uh, Angelino chef, um, uh, Adam, there's this place I stay in Koreatown uh, every now and then called The Line. It's like mm-hmm. a it's like a s- swanky little posh hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that, there's like was that was that like a like a humble brag? Was that no, um, not at all. Because honestly, we, the only time we ever stay there is when we get like hundred buck hotel tonight deals. So, oh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, if so you, that that is a frugal humble brag. It's a frugal saying. humble brag. It's also a <laughs> hip brag. Okay. And gotcha. it's a brag of um, if you're listening and you like the show, please feel free to donate at jamesavalent at gmail dot com. Um, <laughs> On PayPal. shit, I should edit that out. That wasn't good. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. Hey, that's you up to ta- you. You edit the show. That's up to you, man. It's true. Hey, listen, if, you take, if you're taking the time to write down and transcribe my email address, or if you've created a bot to somehow <laughs> transcribe it for me, you're welcome to it, whatever. <laughs> Anywho, when we stay at that uh, at the line, um, there's like a there's a chef's book of Roy Choi in, in every room, so I totally knew who that guy was. It was kind of cool. I, I will admit, I had to look him up. Didn't know who he was. Yeah. Uh, it's because you're not hip. <laughs> Apparently. Hey, man, he doesn't live in the Shire, so how would you know? Oh, my God. You went there, (laughs) didn't you? There is also a Lord of the Rings reference coming up, so just, you know, spoiler alert. And actually, it's in the scene, so let let me hijack that. Um, Hold on, let me scroll. Did I just do what your coworker did? Uh, A little bit. Oh, I meant it as a joke. I know you did. Um, God damn it. I can't. My notes are terrible. Um, so basically, in in the Fellowship of the Ring, if you've read the books or watched the movie, there is this river that they go down, and it, uh, it 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 sort of goes into a canyon. And on the two sides, as the river enters the canyon, carved in the stone are two uh, kingly figures, sort of uh, uh, holding their hand up, saying, you know, basically stay out. Um, and uh, Lorelai basically said, this portrait is so large, you could basically hang it there. She name checks the mythical location of that thing, um, which probably flew over a lot of people's heads. 
Um, but I knew exactly what it was because I spend my time wisely. <laughs> Anyways. Good. Yeah. Good, uh, good game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lorelai throws out Roy Choi. Yes. Uh, oh, and for the record, I'm not, uh, I'm not ragging on Adam. I just keep losing my train of thought. It's, it's all that is. Um, mm-hmm. So Lorelai throws out Roy Choi because he wants to serve abalone. I don't even know what that is. Do you know? I, I have no idea. Fuck it. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pretend it's Fancy Man's Dinty More Beef but, Stew. <laughs> but, but no, that's not the reason that she throws him out. That That is one of the reasons, but the, the straw that co- broke the camel's back is... I don't James, know. you don't. Oh, he moved the fucking coffee maker away oh, yeah, from where right. it normally is, and Lorelai is addicted to coffee, and that 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 was the final straw. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Um, who cares? Who cares? Rory's <laughs> boyfriend is someone she wants to dump. They've been together yeah. for two years. Uh, she brought him home, and no one seems to remember him. No one, and they've met him several times, and I guess he's so forgettable. She just keeps forgetting to dump him, which is kind of funny. Um, and then we do a flashback to Richard Gilmore's funeral. Yeah. Uh, Emily, during the funeral, Emily and Lorelai, um, or during the kind of wake after mm-hmm. the after the funeral, the kind of memorial, um, Emily and Lorelai bond. They listen to old records. They drink scotch for a minute. Yeah. Um, and then she tries to avoid saying something about her father and instead tells a story about losing her virginity. <laughs> which throws them into a fight. That was just kind of like Lorelai being nervous and just. But this was also in front of like uh, yeah. hoity-toity guests, so like the most right. inappropriate time to tell stories about your virginity. Right. Right. Um. As if there is a correct time to do that. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Lorelai and Emily fight about this, and then I had a personal note here: the fighting is way harder than the WB would ever let fly. <laughs> oh, dude, it's. Like yeah. they go at it. Yeah, I remember. Uh, so I I did make a note here because what I liked most about this argument is that in, in the the writers uh, provided excellent ammunition from Emily's side as to why Lorelai was in the wrong. Like mm-hmm. they 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 managed to sum up all the conflict between Emily and Lorelai. In, in like a few short sentences and it's very pointed and it's very hurtful and like it's just it it so normally like when you see an argument between Emily and Lorelai it's basically like rich man v poor man like that's just kind of like oh I'm high class oh you're low class this was like class didn't matter it's it's just like this is how you're behaving and it's unacceptable and and and, and it's mean and like the, the writing there was fantastic. And yep. yes, you probably couldn't have gotten away with that on the television series because it's a little nasty. Well, you'll see later on when Luke and Lorelai have a fight. And I'm not giving anything away, but um, he says, God damn it, which I thought was it was like, whoa. Whoa, yeah. whoa now. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so then f- f- out of the flashback uh, in present time, Lorelai wants a kid. She says it to Luke. Luke which discusses was surprising. I found that surprising. Yeah, it was a little weird, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It seemed uncharacteristic of her, but I but, don't know. Who, who am I to judge? When when people age, I, I think they tend to think about, is this all 
of the you know progeny I'm going to have, or you know, I don't know. Like it seemed natural for uh, a female character of her age to ask that question. Yeah, it did not seem natural for Lorelai to be asking that question. But granted, it's been multiple years since you know yeah. the character has been in play. So there you go. Um, uh, official announcement. I just yawned during the podcast, and I I think it was on air, so I don't care. Um, sorry, it's been a long week. Uh, and who are you to judge? You know? Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, if you're listening, fuck you. And we would love to have you on the show. We would love to have you on the show. <laughs> you know what I realized? To, I just realized this just now, but I was remembering about the last time we went to Largo and mm-hmm. saw um. Jeff, uh, not Jeff. Um, who's the guy we saw at Largo? We saw Jeff Garland. Jeff Garland. Sorry, yeah, he, <laughs> he was amazing, by the way. But like, yeah, he finished he his set by by saying blah 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 blah. And if and if you meet me in real life, I will buy you a cheeseburger. Yeah. And I thought I I was like I I believe that I believe that Jeff Garland would buy me a cheeseburger. I and met him. You've met him. And I he's met totally him charming. Four New Year's Eves ago, New Year's Days ago, and he is the sweetest um, celebrity I've ever met. And I guarantee you, he would buy you that cheeseburger. Oh yeah, dude, his set was amazing because he was basically was. just like, "Look, okay, I know I'm on the Goldbergs, and like it totally pays the bills, but," <laughs> and then yeah. he basically just kind of like he he just. He's like, I am who I am. I'm a comedian. I have all these awesome friends. The show is fantastic. You know, like, I love throwing the show at the Largo, you know, however many times a year that he did. I don't know. Like, I would totally hang out with that dude. He's yeah. awesome. It's true. Um, we, uh, I don't know. I was thinking about that that night, the other the other night. And funny enough, there's, um, dude, I don't know why you moved to Texas uh, because you're, <laughs> you I, should. I, I don't know. Riot Riot Fest is happening in LA in um, January. It's a big like comedy festival. Yeah, and um, it's like kind of all over the place. But we're gonna go see Todd Berry. Oh man! In a oh. really small place. I was gonna say like I, I I hope it is a smaller place. Like because yeah. like after after seeing like the the crowd work thing. Yeah. Like oh man, he's he he's that's a major talent like that that would be really cool seeing him it's been a while since i've seen a comedy show like it's been a minute well that's your fault oh oh fuck you (laughs) all right so uh okay a couple more things um so lorelei wants a kid luke does not they Mm -hmm. they start looking at surrogates and they go to a fertility clinic Mm -hmm. to look at surrogates paris works at the the fertility clinic because of course she works at the fertility clinic yeah and And not only that she's like running that shit yeah, it's true. And she's just as Paris as ever. Yep. Um, with some changes that I'll explain in a minute. Um, and Luke, funny enough, doesn't understand how surrogates work. And I'll be honest, I don't either. And he thinks that he has to have sex with all these women. And he Which is a recurring it. joke through, like, the last half of the episode. He's like, like at least three times he stops the conversation. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Do no. I have to have sex with these women? Yeah. As though he's saying that as as if it's a bad thing. Because yeah. I, I believe that Luke's character believes it is a bad thing. I kind of believe he does. I'm still not convinced <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> um, all right. So, okay, next up. Rory is cheating on her boyfriend with Logan. Yo. Um, weird. I was, I was a little upset with that. Me too. Lie. That's not Rory, man. It isn't. And they had, like, they were just like, hey... 
since I'm in London and you live in London, it's like whatever happens happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. I don't know. That's very like non-Rory, and I, the only reason I kind of give it a pass is because it's Logan, and like Logan and her have a thing yeah. that that goes beyond just normal dating. It's I, I don't know. Still, it, it, it felt it felt strange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one. This one's for Adam. So Lane is still in the band, yep. and still in the band is Sebastian Bach. Dude, I'm so glad you said that. I wanted to talk about Sebastian Bach, and like you can tell, he's still so jazzed to be like acting in that yeah. in that and, capacity. And I put a comment here of Swayze Express. Swayze Express. Oh come on! You did you get to the Sebastian Bach portion of Trailer Park Boys? No. Oh, he's in Trailer Park Boys. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, like a lot. And uh, there's an <laughs> there's an episode where he he's really into model trains. Okay. And so is um. Bubbles. Uh, so is Bubbles, and they go yeah. to a model train convention together. Because of course they do. And they and they try to steal the Swayze Express, which is <laughs> which, is, which is a train that that is modeled after or Patrick influenced Swayze? by Patrick Swayze. <laughs> and they try to steal it, and it's oh man. What season is that in? I, I don't know, it. but please keep going. I know, I know. <laughs> it, like like okay. TV time is divided in our house, and Megan does not like Trailer Park Boys, and like it's well, just I, I know I know I it, they're they're literally the amount of enjoyment that I've gotten out of watching like the four seasons of Trailer Park Boys that I have like there's no excuse that I haven't finished the series like it's fantastic it's my exact brand of humor like it's just there's no reason no like, and, and James's picture and. J- James's picture in my phone is a very uncomfortable close-up of Bubbles, and it's been that way for probably two years. And also, his name in my contact list is the Batman. Um, yeah. And every time I go to text him, I start typing J, and then it comes up with my buddy Justin. And I'm like, No, it's J. Oh, right, he's under the Batman because I'm an adult, and mm-hmm. that's you know that that's that's how I manage my contact list. That's what's up. Yeah. Oh man! So my wife hates it too. Every time I turn it on, she's like, "I don't get this." At but it's all. so good. Everything devolves into gun violence. Like, how can the like? It's Julian sure. always has a fucking rum and coke in his hand. All like it. it always like Bubbles is always way too innocent. And then when he gets drunk, he's not innocent anymore. But then he still loves kitty cats. Like it's just it's perfect. Like it's. It it's an amazing show. And and I'm telling you, man, all ten seasons, they're consistent. It just gets <laughs> stupider and stupider. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, so after Sebastian Bach, we learn that Emily starts to decide to declutter the house. And by declutter, we're talking like boxing shit up. It yeah. looks like she's moving out. Yeah. And she decides to get a therapist. Mm-hmm. And then the, the episode ends with uh, Lorelai being invited by Emily, her mother, to therapy. And well, that's yeah, a so- scary thing. So, so an, an important part in that is that Lorelai actually suggests to Emily that she get therapy. And therapy, uh, um, Emily is, you know, she doesn't seem like the type who would admit that she needs therapy. But for whatever reason, she actually agrees with Lorelai and goes through with it. And then Emily calls Lorelai and basically, like, cons her into coming to a therapy session to, quote unquote, meet her therapist. Yeah. And that's which and and then Luke is basically signaling during this entire phone call like what are you doing 
and um shortly afterwards she realizes that she's going into therapy with her mother so yep. yeah so that's the episode um, fantastic it was so good i loved great. every minute of it man it was great and me too and i have to make i've got a bunch of observations but i'll let you go first because i've been sure. chatting too much but i, oh, I want to no. say one thing <laughs> yeah. um this is one of my personal notes and i and this is not true once you watch all four there is definitely a purpose to all of this but after first episode i was like you know what there's no plot here nothing really happened mm-hmm. um after an hour and a half i thought it would be kind of like a middle beginning and end there wasn't and at the same time it didn't matter it was so fun to watch oh yeah and like all, all the characters were true to themselves like everything just fell into place like the 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 conversations were were paced properly it like it didn't feel forced yeah. like it, it just it was it was fantastic yeah. like and i was a little gun shy like i'll admit i was a little gun shy because normally well actually like the only practical example that i have to point to is arrested development um which i didn't even finish no i didn't either i i couldn't I it's just, stupid it's they changed the format and like they i, I don't i just it wasn't can't. even funny it, was it wasn't funny. Yeah. it wasn't it, it was like it was a much boring uh, much more boring much more poorly edited version of arrested Deva. it was weird i didn't like it yeah, I didn't um either. so that's that honestly like any t- it was kind of like when uh you know J- when the, the new star wars film was coming out i like i always i was just like oh my god please don't please don't fuck it up and and jj abrams totally didn't that movie was amazing but like it this is uh this is an example of how you can revive a series and do it properly mm-hmm. like it was just it's awesome i'm i'm very excited to see the remainder of the episodes um yep. so one thing i'd like to bring up um i don't know how many of you out there have watched the show the wire um if you haven't um one of the best shows on television it got canceled prematurely it is a series about it was um, canceled i didn't realize yeah yeah well it 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 got five seasons and then they didn't renew or something um i've only i haven't gotten through the whole series yet however i i it's it the the reason it's so good is that it it tells both sides of um of a crime story like explicitly well um and it like it, it basically it always leaves you questioning like who's in the right, who's in the wrong, like who is, you know, morally correct, who is morally incorrect. Um, so there is this character named uh, Omar Little, and Omar Little is a kingpin sort of in this uh, messed up drug trade in uh, um, in Baltimore. And uh, when Rory is going through her purse and trying to come up with the one cell phone that's vibrating out of like four, um, Lorelai goes, oh my god, you have more burners than Omar Little. And I like that. I was like, oh my god. She made a wire reference in the first 10 minutes of the show. As, yep. if, I, as if I needed more reasons to enjoy this. The, yep, the, wonderful. Yeah. Um, I'm looking through my incredibly disorganized notes to find other things. Oh! 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 That Elvis Costello motherfucker is still there! He's I know, well, still there. I don't like him, and I don't that, like him either. Yeah, and Lori, it's so funny. My wife uh, was excited. She's like, "I kind of like him, and he's back, and it's the same well, one." And, and well, I didn't no, say anything about I yeah. like his music. I don't like the fact that he keeps reappearing, and I'll tell you exactly why. Because, <laughs> because he is not 
remotely believable. There is not a tr- it's true. So if he if you look at IMDb, he is labeled as the troubadour. Yes. There is not a troubadour that exists in in like a small town in the northeast of America. That okay. does not happen. It is but, not believable. But I don't, and I don't, I've never been a Ryan Adams fan myself. Funny enough, Jeff Garland's a big one. They're like buddies. Oh, yeah. I know you are, Adam. But yes, I, would, I am. I, that's how I see, and I don't mean this. Oh, no, no, no. He lo- th- th- That like dude that. looks exactly like her. He, he actually looks like if Ryan Adams got a haircut, he would look like the troubadour on the Well, no, I mean that I think, uh, like I... Is my dogs barking now? No. No, um, those are my dogs. No, but my feet are tired. Hey, oh. Um, <laughs> see what I did there? You I see did that? see what you did there. Um, no, I, I, like, if if Ryan Adams were a character in, a, in like, if, if, if Ryan Adams was a character in the comic book Revival. Okay, I'm following you. He'd be the troubadour from Stars Hollow. Oh yeah, and he'd be in the middle of the shit, just playing guitar, and and like everyone would be like, "I'm bleeding out of my nose. Why are you playing music right now?" Hey, which by the way, this is not for this episode. This is not for this podcast, but I don't care, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it ends on issue forty-seven. Oh, like the series ends? Revival is done on issue forty-seven, and they're. I'm 40- actually. I'm actually okay with that. Oh, because- I'm fine with it. Yeah. Actually, one of the biggest problems I have with serialized fiction in general is that it never seems to end properly when it should. Mm-hmm. It always pushes. Um, it always pushes way, way, way further than it's still. Uh, yeah, that it still. Rel- it's just so okay. So I'm pretty sure I stopped revival on episode le- or episode on like issue like 26 or something. Yeah, in the 20s. And let me tell you, if you if anybody out there is into comics, Image Comics has been fucking killing it for like the past I don't even know how many years. But Revival yeah. is one of their well, it's been one of their mainstays. Apparently, it's done now. Um, but three it, couple more months. Dude, it's oh, okay. So they so what you're saying is they haven't reached it, but that is like the declared and yeah, they're okay. on issue 44 right now, and it okay. ends at 47. So it's a couple right months. On. Yeah, another good one is Nailbiter. If you've ever, yeah. it, oh my god, yeah, we met we met the the um, who do we meet from Nailbiter at Comic Con? The writer was it the writer? He mm-hmm. was really fucking cool. He was really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um. Hey, Anyways. back to Gilmore Girls. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Just, you have to seriously though. That, you should go read Revival. It's you should really good. And you have to understand, too, if you're a listener of this show, this show is a little bit for you. It's a lot for us. <laughs> it's, okay. it's it's mostly for our benefit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so here's here's some observations I have. These are observations one, two, and three. Oh, um, oh you, have a new, you have a numbered list. Please oh, yeah. Yeah, continue. Yeah. continue. Uh, I have an OL followed by a couple of LIs. See what I'm saying? Um. That was an HTML joke. Wow. Wow. Um, Ooh, you're, you're, now you went with the ordered list. You did not go with the, the unordered list. So. Yeah, because they're numbered. I see. Kudos to you. You yeah. used the proper markup. Yeah, who? Stupid. All right. Stupid. <laughs> hey, kill yourself. Okay, so. Um, all right, so number one. I don't know if you noticed this, Adam. I don't know. I know that no women noticed this, but I did. Rory's boobs are a little bigger. 
No? Alexis, but that was an attractive lady. What can I say? Yeah. Yes, they are. Well, okay. dude, okay, she's in her 30s now. Like, she's... she's it's so she's weird. Fully, I, yeah. It's... Well, it, it it's interesting because, like, so some... So, so, okay, so actually, just in general, if you want to talk about, uh, like, Miss Patty, right, the dance instructor, uh, probably lost something on the order to 150 to 200 pounds. She, yeah. dro- she dropped a lot of weight. She looked fantastic. And it was actually like, you're like, oh, shit, uh, you know, Miss Patty dropped a lot of weight. Like, like uh, Luke has, like, graying hair now. Um, uh, Kirk... Kirk looks like um, Lou, uh, Lou. Oh my goodness, who's the guy that plays House in House? Hugh Laurie. Uh, Hugh he looks Laurie. like he looks a little bit like Hugh Laurie. He has the haircut. It's gray. Um, I don't know. Yeah. But yes, to, to, to summarize, uh, her boobs are bigger. A little bit, not not an enormous amount. Uh, yes. Observation two. So are Emily Gilmore's. <laughs> Now I did not notice this. <laughs> although, although in in the scenes where she is decluttering her house, um, she's wearing jeans, which is, I believe, the first time. A first. It's the it's a first in the series that she's actually wearing normal like street clothes mm-hmm. because she's either wearing some hoity-toity like pantsuit or dress or she's wearing like formal pajamas those are like the only things that she's ever in and then there's a scene where she's wearing a t-shirt and jeans really it weirded me out it was very strange (laughs) um but kudos apparently she got she she got more boobs so yeah sure uh on that note number three paris's boobs are smaller Really? And, yeah, and and she had she had some. Let's just say that. <laughs> I actually, I I, I didn't go on. I, I didn't read. I did not register that fact. I I didn't recognize that. Um, although that, that, that she my, had big ones, or that she has lost. They're they're not there now. That they're not there now. I didn't register that. However, I, you know, I have seen my my wife has been watching uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. For, for a while and she is in that show so like i've been very used to exactly how that actress looks like nowadays mm. so like that for me was the only character that i wasn't like oh my goodness she's different you know mm-hmm. or like she's older or whatever but um yeah well if you're just joining for us for our first episode of I'm gilmore sorry. boys uh that's what the show is it's us doing a summary and then we talk about breast size <laughs> And if you don't like it, kill yourself. I don't know. What? I don't know what to James. say. James. Oh, James. It's all right. Yeah, It'll be fine. Right. It'll be fine. Our one all right. What else you got? Yeah. We'll, we'll still love us. Um, oh, there was... Um, there. God damn it. What was it? Hold on. I'm scrolling through my terrible notes. I'll give, I'll give you one while you're looking. Um, okay. Uh, the show. I, I want to be clear about this. Michelle, we've all known as gay, but the oh, show yeah. has now officially outed him. Yes, he not. Is... Michelle did not out himself, though. That's a very clear distinction. It's just that yes. the show is acknowledging it. It is. So he is having a discussion with Lorelai while they're walking around the inn about the fact that his husband wants a kid, 
and like there, there's in and, and this is i i honestly think this is one like this is one of the best ways to conf- like out or confirm something about a character is just to include that detail in the conversation that's not addressing it directly but that that you know like there's no other way that logically it would work it was it was perfect so basically michelle's uh husband uh, according to him uh, about five minutes after they got married has been kid crazy and mm-hmm. of course you know michelle being michelle um he hates children um he even goes as far as to say that uh <laughs> he he goes on this rant basically saying like he's always shoving children into my hand asking me if i feel anything and all i get is spittle on my expensive brand coat so all i feel is like rage or hatred or something like that which is that's that yeah anyways yeah i was a little like where's suki i don't know where Uh, suki is i know she's on like sabbatical or whatever but honestly she's like one of my favorite characters and like i was kind of counting on seeing her so i I don't know just be patient okay all right uh hey hey i don't know about you but now that Michelle is out, I like him more. He's less annoying, and he's just catty now, which I'm down with. I don't know why that's different now. For but me. see, I've always been down with the French cattiness. Like the, I don't know that that brand of humor has always spoken to me. I'm not really what? sure why. No, me too. But like, oh okay, no, like, you 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 have persistently disliked him. I, well, I, yeah, I know that for a fact. But like, think about it like this: like, I love Billy Eichner. He it doesn't get any more catty. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle was annoying. It was like it's a little different. I don't know. Well, he was no okay. Michelle's character was the type of person who's like stuffy. Like um if if a person doesn't fit sort of the expectations that uh he holds for them, he immediately just dismisses them. And, like, he has nothing but bad things to say about them. But now, now, like, he's given a, sort of a more realistic angle where he's, mm-hmm. like, he's dealing with somebody's emotions that he actually cares about. And it's still coming out in the fact that he's annoyed, but it's it's much more, uh, it, it, it's much more substantive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it makes more sense. Like, yes, if you were a fancy person who's constantly wearing these, like, very expensive suits that are like tailored and like perfect if somebody that you love was constantly shoving babies into your arms that were vomiting on them if that would probably upset you right that's believable that that is that is more believable than somebody just being kind of an elitist all the time right It, it, it gave him a much more um uh humanizing angle uh, I, th- I thought I thought that dialogue that essentially outed him was perfect because like mm-hmm. it, it it addressed the issue directly without making it like the entire point of the thing. The entire yeah. point of the thing was just like I don't want kids. Why is everybody trying to shove kids in my face? Like that was the whole point. I, yeah. I thought that I thought that was very well done. Yep. Yeah. Also, there was a time where Lorelai said body shaming trigger warning war on christmas and i i don't really remember what that was in reference to i know that she was saying that to luke at some point i don't know yeah you, you don't remember that no i don't remember no? that okay I'm sorry well okay 
I'm sorry. Um, oh, there's there's also a, a scene in which uh, Luke and Lorelai are about to have sex, and she. Somehow, that was weird. That was weird. She somehow she somehow ends up saying, "Let's just sleep standing up like cows." That was weird. That was. Weird. I remember that. That was yeah. weird. Um, my notes are really terrible. No, it's okay. Week. They're all over the place. So are mine. Mine yeah. do that. Yeah. Uh, wait about what about? I here's a note. What the fuck kind of name is Suki? <laughs> like Suki in general? Yeah, man. Oh well. Actually, really? Well. You know, I've never really thought about it. I think maybe I thought about it for like half a second when her character was first introduced. It it is an uncommon name. I mean, I I don't I mean I feels... don't know that I don't know the etymology of a name like that or what nationality that name comes from. It feels Japanese, and I know that's wrong, but it's why is that wrong? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like an Asiatic name. That that sounds like. Anyways, um, that that is yes. I will say that does not. Now that I'm thinking about it, does not appear to fit the character. But also, that could be a nickname. You do, you don't know That's that. True. That's you know? true. Um, hey, back to sex with uh, uh, <laughs> Laura with Luke. Luke. Yeah. So here's a, here's what here's a note I have. What do you think it's like? Like, is you think it ever gets rough? And is it always <laughs> sweet? <laughs> It's it's always sweet. It's always sweet, and then and then Lorelai makes it weird a little. That that is my interpretation. That's of, true. Of but sex. okay, you know, here's a question. Okay. Let's. Okay, here's what I you, think you, happens. You 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 think Luke is a deviant in the sheets, don't you? <laughs> I can Maybe. tell where you're going with this. Well, okay. No, he's not a deviant. I think mm-hmm. that he really loves Lorelai a lot. Oh, no question. And and he'll do anything for her. And I'll, I'll bring that up in a minute. But uh, <laughs> and I mean anything. But um, I do think that probably somewhere inside of him. I mean, he's a. If you think about the psychology of Luke, he's a pushover guy. He's a sweet guy, and he will do yeah. anything for for Lorelai. And you've got to think that in the moment, because when you get at at a sexual level you're you're probably if you're free to do so you're your most primal yes which Generally means for you and i out. we just apologize a lot <laughs> um, but for luke i know i'm not saying he acts out on it but you've got to think that he wants to hate fuck a little bit <laughs> i'm not saying he he it probably okay. enters his mind no, he's like yeah okay. I'm, I'm gonna stop you there he what? cannot hate fuck no he can't Lorelei. but he, he, he can't. in his brain he would love to go there Yes, for a minute. For for a minute. So so in essence, if I gather what you're saying correctly, he he in life he is so reserved and kind that in bed he's essentially the inverse in which he is rude and controlling and sort of humiliating in a certain manner. He's American Psycho for a couple <laughs> of minutes, but, but just in his head, and he feels guilty about it just for even thinking about it and the only thing that ever materializes in bed is just sweetness <laughs> and Lorelai so, makes it weird okay so 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 in in your version uh in your mental version of of Luke and Lorelai having sex uh Luke is incredibly sweet mm-hmm. oh yeah Lor- Lorelai is a little awkward but sweet awkward but, yes, but awkward but under the covers of Luke's brain is just the most horrid shit. I think of Luke. Like, 
like, like die yuppie scum. Yeah, that, no, I like, think that... of Luke like uh like like Joe Swanson in Family Guy, just like <laughs> he's just like ah like I I'm imagining this like anime like uh that you know the you know the thing they do in anime when like things are going really fast and someone's mm. eyes are like oh yeah going, yeah they, they like yeah. flutter and then the, yeah. the background is is like fast that's Luke and he's just like <laughs> screaming like ah. <laughs> Or what was that one Tim and Eric skit? Was it uh, Will? Um... Oh, Will Forte. Oh, Will yeah. Forte. He's like furniture salesman. That <laughs> like. <laughs> okay, so that's so good. Okay, by the way, I, in in okay, I'm gonna look this up on YouTube so I can give a, a proper name reference because this isn't going to make sense. But it, essentially, it is a Tim and Eric skit in which Will Forte is is he a mattress salesman yeah he's a mattress salesman. he's a mattress salesman that is doing this commercial that's all prim and proper and then all of a sudden it like skips over into him like murdering people and like screaming kill me and yeah. like just in him ripping arms off and stuff and like it should be the most disturbing thing you've ever seen it's perfect it's, Will Forte it's is a so comic good. genius. He's he so is. funny. It like you okay. Go to YouTube, Google Will Forte, Tim and Eric, and, and just watch it. it it's yeah. it's so good. <laughs> um Hey, on that note I was saying that uh I was saying that Oh, okay, sorry. It okay. is called the Lazy Horse Mattress <laughs> yeah, ad. It is. Type that into YouTube, go look that up. Yeah. And 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 uh and either thank or curse us later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but I did say that Luke will do anything for um, Lorelai. Oh, yeah. And it did get me thinking. Um, <laughs> my poor wife has to just listen to my thoughts <laughs> while she's, like, like just sweetly enjoying this show that is so important to her. Um, I did say to, to, to my wife, I was like, Dude, I bet I bet Lorelai wants to peg him, and he'd totally be down. <laughs> I was hoping that you were gonna go to the pegging. <laughs> yeah, angle. of course. <laughs> of course I did. But yeah, I mean, uh, he he and he'd be like, I, I can't. I, okay, that would be a really funny like outtake. Yeah, she's like, and and no nothing graphic, just like heads on screen, and that's all you see, and it's and all then implied. and then talking it through. Yeah, and, and like, she's like, come on, this might be fun. It's something people are doing, and he's like, and then it's just like, all right, have you have you used enough loop? I feel like you're not using enough loop. Lorelai, lube it up. <laughs> okay, like just like oh, he's like annoyed, and, but he's doing it, and he still has the backwards cap on. That is, yeah, that part is yeah. very important. It's very important. Yes, he does. <laughs> of course, he does. Um, all right. And on uh, that note, I I believe that we should wrap this one up. This I think. so so this four part miniseries is called A Year in the Life, mm-hmm. and it's broken up into all the four seasons. This one was winter, um, so I'm assuming the next one will be spring. Is mm-hmm. that a safe assumption? Next okay. Spring. Um, so yeah, it's super good. Uh, Luke does not get pegged by Lorelai, although he should. Well, um, you haven't watched them all yet. Well, I haven't watched them all yet. I, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, it's super good. Even if you haven't seen all the seasons, uh, like myself, it's totally worth watching. Surely check it out. It's great. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. We'll be back in a couple more days, so we're not going to be weeks apart on this one. Nah, we'll be a couple more days. So. Yeah, dude. Cool, Adam. Uh, 
I was gonna say I love you, and I think I, just, I don't know why, but I do. It's, I, I love it's you. It's okay. I do. I love you too, James. All right, man. Well, All right. Uh, I'll see you soon. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> You'll see me. Are you? This is my a bad right ending. I know. This is terrible, and it's right. totally not gonna get edited out. So no. Go. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a nice couple of days. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Yo More Boys. Until next time.